Hello and welcome to the Tweed Coast Church Podcast. Thanks for joining us. We hope that this message would inspire you, that it would build your faith, and that it would give you perspective on how God is moving in your life. So be blessed and enjoy the message. I'm going to bring the word this morning, and I'm really excited to because I know that God has something to speak to each and every one of us. He's been speaking to me, and so I really pray that from this morning, your lives are just pointed towards Jesus this morning. Okay, so today I'm going to speak about crossing over, crossing over, all right? For the last couple of months, I've been really intrigued by the story of Israel in the Bible. If you don't know it, there is a story in the Old Testament of the Bible, which is before Jesus came, and it's the story of Israel. And in one particular part of their story, it talks about how they as a nation, they came out of Egypt where they were in slavery, and then God did incredible things. He literally parted an ocean, okay, so they could run through it, um, and then he, he was taking them to their promised land. But along the way, they got a bit stuck, all right? They got stuck in the wilderness. And this story has just been burning in my heart. I think because when I look at the world, I think that definitely the world, we've come from somewhere, right? (laughs) There's no doubt about it that when we talk about it, I wonder in history, we'll talk about before the pandemic hit and after the pandemic, all right? Um, So as a world, we've come from somewhere. And, you know, I always know that God is conspiring. That is my husband Jono's favorite phrase at the moment. God is conspiring something, and I love that. God is conspiring something. So there's something on the other side of this, and we're all headed towards it as a world. But there is a crossing over, okay? There's this in-between, and doesn't it feel like a little bit at the moment? Maybe at home you feel like this. We're in a little bit of a wilderness, maybe a dry place, maybe a place that's unfamiliar, maybe somewhere that you never really, it doesn't feel comfortable. We haven't been here before. So I really believe that, you know, as a, as a world, we're crossing over to something, okay? Us as a church, if you're just joining us, please come on the journey. Our church is on an amazing journey. It really is. And God is doing incredible things. But as a church, we're crossing over. So we have come from something that's very familiar, right? When we knew where we were going to have church each Sunday, (laughs) we knew how we were going to do it. And at the moment, we're in a real crossing over time. We know, if you don't know, our church has literally purchased land and we're headed towards our promised land, but we're in a crossing over and it feels a little uncomfortable. I don't really like each week that I don't know how I'm going to be able to see you or speak to you, but we're in that at the moment. So as a church, I feel like we're in a crossing over. I don't know where you are in your life. I don't know where you're at. I don't know all of us individually who are watching here today, but I do know that probably maybe in your life at the moment you feel like in a little bit of a crossing over. Maybe God's taken you from something that was familiar, maybe even in your business or in your personal life with your family, you felt like, oh, things were so comfortable. Do you find yourself saying that? I find myself saying that sometimes. And now it feels a little uncomfortable. It feels uncertain. And and you know that God has given you promises in your life and that you're yet to see those promises. Well, I want to speak to you today. I want to speak to you and me about crossing over because I don't want to stay where I was. 
I want to keep on crossing over into all that God has for me. I want our church to keep on, us as a church, I want us to keep on crossing over into all that God has for us because I know that he has incredible things in the future. So today I want to read from the story of Israel. It's from actually from Psalm 78, 5 to 10, okay, and it talks about the story of Israel and a few lessons we can learn because I don't want to make the same mistakes that Israel did because I don't want to stay in my wilderness any longer than what I need to, right? Okay, so Psalm 78 says, The story of Israel is a lesson in God's ways. They refused to love him with all their hearts. Ouch. When the battle began, they retreated and ran away in fear. Ouch. They didn't really believe the promises of God. They refused to trust him and move forward in faith. So I want to learn from the story of Israel, and I definitely do not want to make their same mistakes. The story of Israel is that God wanted them to go straight into their promised land. But instead, they wandered about in the wilderness For 40 years, they wandered about in the wilderness and none of the people that originally came out of Egypt went on to inherit the promised land except for, for, um, you know, two men, Joshua and Caleb, who believed. So I don't want to be like them. I want to learn their lessons, okay? So the first mistake we read here in Psalm 78 is that they refused to love God with all their hearts. Their first mistake was also God's first commandment to us. And when Jesus was asked what was the greatest commandment that we are to fulfill here on earth, he says this, Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and the greatest commandment. You know, I think that in today's environment, I was just chatting to God the other day and I was saying to him, Jesus, I don't really know what I should be believing at the moment. I don't even know what I need to be thinking about about all this stuff that I'm hearing about in the world today. What do I do? And, you know, it was a real moment, you know, when Jesus just dropped something into your heart and he just said to me, Amy, nothing has changed. Just love me with all your heart all your mind, all your strength. You know, in that one moment, I was set free because I had become so entangled by what was happening around me. I don't know about you, but sometimes there is so much information. There seems like so much going on in the world right now, so much. Am I supposed to have an opinion about this? What am I supposed to think about this? What should I believe? You know what, Jesus, he made it so simple for me in that moment. He said, Amy, You are to love me with all of your mind, all of your soul and all of your strength and everything else will follow on from that. It seems so simple. So simple, right? And yet it is so hard. You see, we read from the Israelite story that they themselves, they got caught up in the wilderness. They got distracted. What did they get distracted by? They began to build other idols, things that they began to focus their attention on. They began to worship other things. And, you know, while we may not build an actual idol in our homes, I wonder what distractions have come into your life recently. 
I know I've struggled. I've struggled to make the things that the world are making important, not important in my world. I've struggled to keep my eyes fixed on Jesus. But, you know, idols really are good things. They can be great things, good things, but they're things that become the ultimate things. So they're the things that become what we end up talking about all the time. They're the things that we end up thinking about all the time. They're the things that get our attention the most. They're the things that take our our energy and our strength. The Lord says to love him with all our might, all our energy and all our strength. So maybe there's some things in your life. I know for me, there are many things that begin to capture my attention. They begin to capture my energies. They begin to capture my heart. And you know, above all else, the story of the Israelites is really our story because the Israelite nation at that time in history, there was one defining thing that we now have that they did not, and that is Jesus. You see, when Jesus came, he gave us the power through dying on the cross to live the life that we have always had as our inheritance, the promise of God, that we would live a victorious life, that we would live a life that is the fullness of what Jesus intended for us to be. I'm getting excited here. (laughs) I don't mean to start to get too excited at you, but, you know, to love the Lord our God with all our might and all our strength, it literally takes what Jesus did for us on the cross when Jesus came, he, he, he defeated the power of anything to separate us from the love of God. He gave us a way to be connected with God and live and love him with all our heart and mind and strength. We now have the Holy Spirit living inside of us that enables us to live above the world that we are in, to love God with all our might, all our strength. Now, when... I talked to Jesus. He said to me these things, okay? Just love me. You have the spirit of God in you. If you are a follower of Jesus, you have the spirit of God in you. You have the ability to love God with all your mind, soul, and strength. Just love me. Think about me all the time. Talk about me all the time. Want to be with me all the time. Stay close to me. Love the Lord your God with all your mind, all your soul and all your strength. So simple. The second lesson that it speaks about here in Psalm 78 is the story of Israel is a lesson in God's ways. They refused to love him with all their hearts. That was their first mistake. Let's not make that. Even this week, you might think about things that have been distracting you or taking your time and attention. Can I encourage you, come back to Jesus and just simply love him. And then it says, when the battle began, they retreated and ran away in fear. They retreated. They ran away. Do you feel like running away at the moment? I sure do some days. <laughs> I'm like, I, want, I feel like getting on a boat and going out in the middle of nowhere right now and getting away from it all. But who would be here for our communities? Who would be here shining the light of Jesus? Who would be here speaking about the love of Jesus? That's church why we are here for such a time as this. 
We are to be a light on a hill. We are to be shining God's love. And how can we do that if we retreat and we run away in fear? Retreating is not just what we do physically, but it's what we do in our hearts. We can retreat in our hearts. We can say, do you know what? I'm not sure that I can do this anymore, that I can keep on being positive when everything else seems negative, that I can keep on being full of faith when everything seems to be full of fear. Do you know what? We can. And you know why we can? Even though the Israelites, they didn't. They ran, retreated and they ran away in fear. Again, because of Jesus in us. You know, when Jesus came and died for us, he not only made a way for us to be with God, but he made a way for us to live that was so different from the world, that we would be in the world but not of the world, that we would be in an environment of fear but that we would not be fearful because that is what Jesus came and did for us. There's no doubt about it that we are in a battle at the moment. We are in a battle. And if you feel it in your heart and in your spirit, I would agree with you. I feel that we are in a battle. But can I tell you one of my favourite things to do? And it's, I know it's a bit odd, but it is to watch the footy. I love watching the footy with my family. We are Broncos followers, okay? But one of my favourite things is if we can't get to watch the, the, the game is to actually watch it after the time, like when we record it, and we know that we've actually won, which is very rare if we're following the Broncos at the moment. But it happened last week. They won and I didn't get to see the game until afterwards. But can I tell you, I enjoyed watching that so much. When things weren't really going our way, it didn't really bother me because I knew that we'd won. I knew we won. Do you know, because of Jesus, we have won. We have victory in this life. We, have, we know because of Jesus that we have the ultimate victory. It says in 2 Corinthians 2, Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in God. It says in the message version, In the Messiah, in Christ, God leads us from place to place in one perpetual victory parade. Isn't that incredible? So we are victorious. We've won. So all we need to do is keep on living in that victory. I think it's really interesting that the first thing that the Israelites did was that they refused to love God with all of their mind and all of their heart. They refused to do that. And then what followed was that they ended up retreating and running away in fear. They ended up running away in fear. You know, the further and further you move from God's love, the more and more you will end up fearing. But the closer and closer you get to God's love, the less you will end up fearing. Because why? Because his perfect love, it says, drives out all fear. Have you found yourself fearful lately? Have you found yourself timid? Can I tell you, as you move closer and closer to God's love, begin to love him with all of your mind, all of your heart, you watch as fear begins to drop off. Maybe today you're joining us and you don't know Jesus yet. Can I tell you when you encounter Jesus and his perfect love, everything else seems to drop, drop away, all the fears of this world, because he is enough. He and his perfect love is enough.
I love 1 John 4. I just said it before. There is no fear in love. There's no fear in love. So as you get closer to God's love, fear cannot coexist with his love. But perfect love drives out all fear. I just want to speak over our lives today. The words that Jesus spoke to me when I was saying to him, Jesus, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to believe. I don't know what to think about at the moment. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. This is words of love that he spoke over me. He said, Amy, you are perfectly loved. Wherever you are, you put your name in there. You are perfectly loved. You are perfectly loved with a perfect love. His love is perfect. Let me love you. Jesus wants to love you. Don't push him away. Let him close. Just let me love you. Let my love, let my love, says Jesus, come all of your fears. Let my love come all of your fears. What about this that he said? You can't lose if you love me. You cannot lose if you love me. And you can't lose if you love me with all my heart, all your heart. You can't lose today if you will simply love Jesus with all of your heart, move closer and closer to him. You know, as parents, I really believe that it is such an important responsibility at the moment for us to be speaking love, speaking life over our children, over our families. And even, you know, further than that, not just as parents, but as followers of Jesus, wherever we go at the moment, we need to be carrying his love, speaking his life, speaking and bringing atmospheres of love wherever we go because that's what we're called to do. And, you know, I um, love playing the piano. It's some way, it's probably one of my favourite ways of just showing my love to Jesus and loving him with all my heart. And a couple of months ago, I really felt that I should begin to play um, just as my children were going to sleep because I began to be worried, concerned. You know what? It's okay to have a bit of a righteous anger at the moment about some of the things that are being spoken over our lives, some of the things that are being spoken over our children's lives. And so I normally snuggle up next to my kids in bed at night and give them a kiss and a cuddle and sometimes fall asleep, right? All the parents out there, come on, you all do it too. We all start snuggling them, then we just fall off to sleep. But these couple of nights I really felt, a couple of months back, Amy, just hop on the piano. The piano's in my youngest kids' rooms. And so they were lying there. And I just began to play and began, I always normally play these old songs that, you know, just seem to come up and out. And this particular night I began to play, Oh, How I Love Jesus. If you, you know it, if you're an oldie a bit like me. Oh, How I Love Jesus. 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 Because he first loved me. It gets me every time. Because he first loved me. And, you know, as I began to sing that, my little kids in their beds, I don't know, this quietness just came. And it was the presence of God. And it was the love of Jesus. And, you know, I just began to do that each night as they were going to sleep. And I noticed 
just a calming over their life because it was the love of Jesus. Now, you might not play the piano or have a piano in your home. I'm not saying do that, but I am saying church, people of God, we've got to start to love Jesus with all our hearts like never before because that is what is going to drive out fear. That is what is going to defeat every plan of the enemy in these days over our homes, over your life. It is simply about bringing us back to loving Jesus with all our hearts and you watch how he begins to reign supreme in your home, in your heart and in your life. Today, I'm, I'm going to get Jesse to play a song of worship and I would love wherever you are in your home right now for you to stand and begin to open your heart and make a fresh resolution that you are going to take your eyes off what's happening all around you and you are going to focus on Jesus, that we will be a church that loves Jesus with all our heart, with all our mind and all of our strength. We're not going to get caught up in what is happening in the world around us, but we're going to be above it. We're going to go. We're going to cross over. We're not going to stay where we were. We're not going to camp out in a wilderness, but we are going to, in our hearts, inherit every promise of God, and we're going to do it by loving him with all all our hearts, everything in us. And we're not going to retreat and run away in fear, but we are going to declare the name of Jesus over our lives, over our homes, over our families and over our communities.